Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey, I appreciate you listening, and I hope that you've had a great week. I've been quite serious the last. I'm always serious, I guess, but I'm all, but sometimes not as heavy. But this has been a little more heavy the last few weeks because we have got to see people that are committed to God. In these last days, and they may be the last days, the way things are going, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we need to be ready to meet our master. We need to be do our part in helping others meet the master, but we need to just be so in love with him that we enjoy every day. We enjoy living. We can put on a happy face because we have a happy face. It's not made up. It's real. Lord, I pray today that you would help us see you more clearly love you more deeply, and serve you intentionally. Lord, use us for your glory and honor in everything we do and say. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, as I said, when you honor God first, you know, he will honor you, but it requires a walk in faith. In my former church, years and years ago, we had a program called Faith Promise. And once a year, that Sunday was dedicated to all our missions, The concept was dedicating surprise money that we have found or received unexpectedly to the mission field. It was amazing how many people were blessed throughout the year with surprise gifts, and many missions were changed by those gifts. That'd be like somebody all of a sudden giving you $100 for something, or you got extra money in your taxes you weren't counting on, or whatever it might be. You would be amazed at what that offering would be every year, because people gave that extra that came in and they gave it to missions and their lives continue to grow. And, you know, I can tell you this, I'm a blessed man. God has blessed me with the most incredible wife ever over the years. I believe one of the reasons is because I honored God. Oh, I wasn't perfect by any sense of the imagination, you know, but God honored me with a a woman that would help me with, uh, especially with organization and seeing things, she has a tremendously discerning spirit. Her gift is discernment like you wouldn't believe. But since, you know, we deal with stewardship of our time, our energies, our, our financial responsibilities, I'm glad that we have ministries out there that touch lives forever. There's a lot of ministries that are available to churches, you know, Crown Ministries, Financial Peace Universities, you know, all sorts of things out there that that help touch lives and teach people. But, you know, and sometimes we have seminars even for for some of your, our elderly people about retirement, Social Security, investments. And it's just a learning tool, you know, to, to find out what is out there. I had to find out a whole bunch of things about Social Security coming up and about Medicare because I'm finally on Medicare. And, boy, I like the Medicare program thus far because it's, it's certainly taking care of me. But, you know, we have a lot of discussions about values. We have discussions about what our future holds. You know, some of us discuss about cars and such. You know, I haven't made a car payment. Boy, I think it's been almost 20 years since I've had a car payment, but I keep my cars a long time. My current cars right now are 10 and 9 years old. Yeah, I'd like to have another car, but I don't want a payment. And right now, I don't want to put twenty or 30000 into another car. I'm running down for retirement, so I don't know what the store is, but when the time comes, I'll pray about it and ask God to lead me and what he wants. I always look at cars. It's kind of a hobby. I look at them online and all the all over the place. I like cars. I used to have about 200 little cars 
diecast cars in my office. I started giving most of them away. I still got uh, some left. But you know what? There's, there's. I just want to do. I want to be. Re- I want to be responsible, and I want to train people to be responsible. I want people to realize that if we honor God, God is going to honor us, and and if we make good decisions, that's going to help us along the way. I'm sure most everyone has heard about the sowing concept, S O W I N G, and this is another one of Paul's teachings in the Word of God. This time he shared with the church in Corinthians. You know, and the church in Corinthians is the one who struggled with all sorts of things. In fact, of all the churches that Paul writes to, the church in Corinthians, it, it really had some, some major struggles. But this time he's sharing with the church at Corinth, which really affected my wife and I were in Corinth at one time, got our picture taken there. But it struggled with many issues. Probably of all the churches that Paul dealt with, it was hard for him to get across some of these things to the people. But he continually tried to do so. He wanted them to know that God is calling them and to, to listen to him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6 through 8, he says this, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. If each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work, as it is written. They have freely scattered their gifts to the poor, their righteous endures forever. He makes it very, very clear. Whatever you sow in life, you're going to reap. And folks, that just isn't financially. That is how you live your life. What are you sowing? What are you doing about the things of God? Are you honoring God? Are you living for him? Are you spending time with him? The other day we had a meeting for greeters in the church. And now I was so thrilled. I think we had 30 or more people there coming to hear about greeting. I want to be a part of greeting people and welcoming people to church. I love that. They're wanting to serve. And that's what we have to be about. Our heart has to be about servanthood. But it's also obviously the same principle Solomon taught uh, and the same principle that Jesus taught. If we give of ourselves sparingly, that is what we're going to receive. If we give of ourselves generously, that is what we're going to receive. And it just isn't finances, but it's an attitude about life. See, the church has many servants that go far beyond the norm to help in any way. In fact, the former pastor of our church, Cloverdale Church, got years ago, his name was Chuck Ellis, who uh, retired and moved to Boise. And I was able to have him in my church for years until he passed away the last few years ago. And his wonderful wife, you know, their commitment to God was so amazing. And they had such a dream for God. And they did things that were incredible. And Pat would run benevolence. If we had somebody that had a funeral or whatever, she would just, she would get everything laid out and get the food and do all sorts of things. She was a servant. You know, and I have all these other people that would work on like roadside cleanup. My friend Dennis, he he was just always, he still runs this roadside cleanup and gets people to work. And I think years ago when this man named Nathan, he had a young son, Nick, in our church that he would bring him, they would go out and pick up 
pick up, uh, walk the line and pick up trash along Victory Road. He taught him to serve at a young age. Now, now Nick is a, a high schooler, and you've seen him. Uh, you haven't seen him, but I've seen him in a servant's heart doing things all along because he was taught. Of course, I had many of you, many of you I've heard of listening that have done things like that, too. We have a seniors group at church called the Joy Group, which joy means just older youth. They meet every Tuesday from 10 to 11, and that group has gone from about 20 to 70. It's been amazing how they come. And uh, Pastor Gary Moore, who's on our Friday show, used to lead it. Now Pastor Don Bertelson leads it, and it just continues to grow. But they're about helping each other and loving each other and doing things for each other. It's so fun to be a part of that group. It is a mainstay in our church, that seniors group. Our church is made up of seniors and and, and youth and kids, and but we have probably as many or more seniors than a lot of churches. We have six, I think it's six people in their 90s and probably another six to 10 in their 80s. I mean, it's, it's and I'm glad, I'm glad they can mix with their 20s and 30s and 40s. I'm glad we have a church for all people. We're not just a church for the young. We're a church for everyone. We're the house of God. That's what we need to be, open to every man and woman. You know, God loves it when we stretch our faith. You know, just for a moment, do a little self-evaluation today. How are you stretching your faith today? Are you on a faith walk, trusting God with your life? If not, you can be. He wants us to seek His face and to listen to His voice and to follow His lead. If we do, we can help change the world for Christ. Yes, we, you and I, can help change the world for Christ. Understand this. Attitude is very important to God. What is your attitude? What strikes a chord with you? You know, attitude is something else. I've dealt with a number of people that have had cancer over the years. And I'm telling you, those that have handled it with a positive attitude have done well enduring what was before them. But if you go into something knowing how negative everything is, pretty soon you're going to become negative. I have to fight that because I have a natural tendency to think, especially in sports, you know, we get behind. And that shouldn't be that way because when I coached, I always, we had so many games we came back. I've told you stories. And, but there's still times I go watch Boise State games. We get so far behind. I get so negative. Oh, it's all over. I might as well go home. You know, and I did that at the Fiesta Bowl in, in uh, Phoenix when we beat Oklahoma. I thought, oh, I was dejected. I couldn't believe that we lost that game after having a lead. And then miraculous, we come back. I went from, <laughs> from the depths of frustration to the ecstasy of joy. But that's because that example, I have to use me as an example because I was, I did not do well with that. And I'm trying to learn. My friend Mel, uh, who uh, my best friend for years and years till he passed away, he would always get on me. He said, you got to be more positive. Think the best of people. Think the best of games. Think, you know, and he had a great influence on my life. Think the best of the church. He said, when you plan these things, no, God's going to take care of it. We build the new wing of our church, a new church, in fact, because he pushed me to do so because he felt that's what God wanted. And he learned to help me be positive. And how great that was when, when we were able to pay that church off and be able to know that God did bless us. But it was people like Mel and others that saw, the, saw us through. 
Well, folks, let's be positive. Let's think the best and let's make a difference in people's lives. He loves you. And I thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.